This podcast is brought to you by the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. BOGO is back for one week only. Buy one and get one of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm free. Order at EdenPureDeals.com, code word Howie BOGO. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. President Biden is reporting that you're stepping down to actually go work for the campaign to get out the climate vote, the youth vote. How do you do, fellow kids? What? Here's the thing. The economy is actually very strong right now. I know, I know the feel, the feelonomics. I think that's how you say it. Ah. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Now, are, are you scared, first of all, what could happen if Trump ever became, God forbid, president again? Scared. Utah has taken, you know, a big step forward in paying teachers what they deserve. You're not going to clap for that? That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. Apparently there was a, a very, uh, very explosive hearing today in the uh, Karen Reed murder case in, uh, in Dedham. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll have the uh, lawyer for Turtle Boy, the uh, blogger who's now in jail, Tim Bradle. We'll have him on at 530 to talk about it. It's, it, it seems like uh, this, I, nothing I expected in this hearing, but uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it. We also have an amazing story about uh, for out of the U.S. Attorney's Office about an, a flight attendant for American Airlines being busted for uh, filming uh, little girls allegedly in the uh, in the in the uh, bathroom of a of a flight from from Charlotte to Boston last September, and uh, this this little girl just just put it all together and just took pictures of everything this guy was doing and now he's now he's under arrest it's it's an amazing story a lot of a, a lot of a breaking crime news here today 844-500-4242 first though it's time for the chump line <clears throat> Day 234 of my captivity. The prison warden, who looks like David Gergen, is patting himself on the back because he let me eat day-old pastrami off the floor. Yet he still sends me to the posh pet hotel with generic store brand kibble. Little does he know, I memorized his credit card number. Roscoe's getting door tomorrow. Woof. Roscoe loves that pastrami. That's boar's head pastrami. That's the... That's primo meat. And he loves it. He doesn't even need mustard on it. I resent that. These, these entries. These. This is a fabricated diary, like Hitler's diary back in the sixties. Howie, I uh, love those Nikki Haley flyers. They're great for putting in the bottom of the birdcage and the cat box. <laughs> if they're coming in at the rate everybody says they're coming in, there's not going to be any room in the uh, if, for the cat or the bird anywhere. 
Today's Chump Line is brought to you by Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. Dr. Houghton is the best in the business and why he's always my first doctor's appointment when I get back to New England in the spring. Contact them today at perfectsmiles.com. Change your smile, change your life. There's a Hunter High School? I guess that explains crack university. <laughs> you got to see the sign, though. It doesn't say Hunter High School. The, the, the sign on the podium, it says Hunter High. <laughs> it's like something out of Saturday Night Live, you know? And, and people were saying, you know, don't you fire the advanced person who set, set up that event? I mean, don't you look at that sign once and you, you, don't, you don't have to think about it very long. You just go up there and you take it off. Maybe, maybe it could be used when Senator Mike Lee, he comes to visit the school. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean the same thing as it means to Jill Biden. Hunter High. Hey, Howie. I have a suggestion for Nikki Haley's mailers. She should make them softer, perforated, and two-ply. This might help to improve her readership. I'm still getting over that, uh, trying to get over that guy. that He used to be a postmaster in a small town, and he said they treat those uh, mailers like, uh, like they're, you know, gold standard, like they're first-class mail. That, that would drive me nuts. Sometimes, sometimes I, you know, I read about a uh, postman who goes crazy and just dumps everything under the underpass at the, at the, uh, on the interstate highway or, or puts it in a, in a dumpster at the mall, and I say, yeah, I think I'd go crazy sooner or later delivering mail. But the, this Nikki Haley stuff, this sounds like a, a real, uh, uh, you know, a real unique type of uh, type of campaign here with the, the number of mailings. Howie, when I was 11 years old, I saved up enough money to buy my first baseball glove. And then I thought, maybe I should give it to the state. They can buy another kid a glove for me. <laughs> Yeah, a kid who just arrived here and is uh, now now on welfare with his family, and uh, they're gonna uh, they're living in your school now. You have to take Zoom classes because they're living in your school. <coughs> to prove how strong I am, I plan to attend the playoff game at the frozen tundra of Detroit. <laughs> yes, that. Should be a should be a hell of a game. It's going to be like uh, it's it's going to be like all these uh, games, like the uh, Buffalo uh, Pittsburgh game earlier this week. You know, it was so cold and everybody had to take their bring their shovels in to get the snow off the seats. It's going to be even colder than that in Detroit, inside. As usual, live shot came across sounding strange, blaming false information on the EV's range. This is the new toy for the hoi polloi. Not for someone like him. He'll never make the change. No, he never will. When he used to be a senator from Massachusetts, and he would uh, he would leave his uh, he would have his car and he'd go to the Ritz Carlton when it was in the back bay, and uh, he would leave his car his SUV running in the winter, his, his driver would so that. So that John wouldn't have to wouldn't have to be cold like that reporter was worried about the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks being when they went from the bus into the dome, and uh, you know everybody else 
they have these lots, and they say, you know, you, the waiting lot at the airport, you have to, t- you're supposed to turn your car off after five minutes, even if it's really cold. That's what they say. Yeah, it's a regulation. Turn your, you have to turn your car off to save the planet. John Kerry never did that, though. Neither did Ted Kennedy either when he was alive. Their cars just sat outside, heating, heating up the atmosphere, creating global warming. They didn't care. Of course, they didn't care. John Kerry said problems with the electric vehicles were just disinformation. You know, like that whole Hunter laptop thing. <laughs> I gotta play the the uh, the. I'm not gonna play both cuts, but uh, you know, you know how the uh, the mainstream media gets their talking points, their questions from uh, from the DNC. You know, they're 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 all in the satchel. They're they're all bought and paid for, and so. This is the, the Bloom, one of the Bloomberg reporters, uh, Davos, was asking, listen to the question she asked him. Cut 10. Let's end on President Biden. There's reporting that you're stepping down to actually go work for the campaign to get out the climate vote, the youth vote. How successful do you think you can be in that position when the youth think that this is a president that is too old and too out of touch to lead them, well, that's especially a- also when it comes to a foreign policy issue like Gaza? Think about that. She's saying, did President Biden get you out of your job so that you could seek the youth vote? You know how old John Kerry is? He turned 80 in November. You think they're screwed up keeping uh, keeping Biden off the ballot in uh, in New Hampshire? Now they got to run a, this crazy write-in campaign that nobody cares about. They, they're, they're putting John Kerry out there to get the youth vote at age 80. Nothing says, nothing says youth vote like John Kerry. Loving. Did you see that lightweight Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, is stuck in Davos? Apparently, there's an oxygen leak. Yeah, it happens every time he opens his mouth. Oh, Columbia. Go back to the Hamptons, you low-rent, red lobster-loving louse. Oh, Antony Blinken. That man's career is a botched joke. <laughs> now, I think that really could be John Kerry who called in with that one. I think that's the way he, he regards Anthony Blinken. And everybody else who was ever Secretary of State before him or after him. The state of the state is invaded. Yes, it is. She didn't. She didn't say that, but that's the reality. We'll be talking with uh, Senator Pete, Peter Durant about that in the uh, next hour. He gave the uh, Republican rebuttal last night after Mara Healey's State of the State address, which I'm guessing you didn't see. Uh, I hate it that my gas-powered car works when it's cold out. <laughs> yeah, that that must have been, been so bad in Chicago. They said some so they were people were trying to bust in line. It's like the old gas lines in uh, in the in the seventies, but they were trying to bust in line to get their uh, because they knew they were running low, and if you had less than fifty miles left in your charge, you couldn't even. It really didn't. It doesn't mean anything when it's that cold, and so they couldn't even. If the even if it the whatever the fuel the gauge said it was 50 miles, you couldn't even get two miles to the uh, to the recharging station. All these recharging stations, they as somebody said, they were dead robots. That's what they were, dead Teslas. They're offering. Uh, by the way, Hertz is offering uh, uh, the used Teslas that they want to get rid of for 14,000 bucks. Would you buy a, a, a used Tesla from Hertz for 14000 bucks, Taylor? There's a reason they're getting rid of them, aren't they? 
exactly. It, it's yeah, yeah. There's I I would I wouldn't buy I wouldn't buy them for fourteen hundred bucks. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr. You chump. All right, that's it for the Chump Line today. The Chump Line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Car Show. You can call and leave a message at any time between the hours of 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time every weekday. The number is 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the Chump Line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you didn't hear your message or you'd just like to hear a second brand new chump line, we have one. It's called Chop Chumps, where we put the messages we didn't have room or time for just now. Chop Chumps is posted every weeknight around 7 p.m. Get your Chop Chumps, the second chump line of the day, wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts. Today's chump line is brought to you by Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. Dr. Houghton is the best in the business, and that's why he's always my first doctor's appointment when I get back to New England in the spring. Contact them today at perfectsmiles.com. Change your smile in 2024. Change your life. Hey, Howie. I have a suggestion for Nikki Haley's mailers. She should make them softer, perforated, and two-ply. This might help to improve her readership. It might, but I don't think anything's going to save Nikki at this point. I think she's uh, she's all done. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. Howie Carr is back. 844-500-4242. Today's poll question is brought to you by Eden Rafferty Attorneys at Law. To see what happened to my leg while having cryo performed at Restore Hyper Wellness, go to EdenRafferty.com. EdenRafferty.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who would you vote for in the New Hampshire Democrat primary next week? Marianne Williamson, Representative Dean Phillips, or I'd write in Joe Biden. I would vote for Dean Phillips, gelato magnate. 58% say Dean Phillips, 28% say Marianne Williamson, and 14% say Joe Biden. 844-500-4242. We played you that John Kerry uh, question about how he's going to get the youth vote. I, I'm not going to play you the whole minute and a half of his answer, but he agreed, yeah, he's, he's the guy. He's the go-to guy to get the youth vote. Eight four. In the last thirty years or so, there's only one been one Democrat who's lost the popular vote. Not that it, again, not that it means anything under the Constitution, but the the uh, Democrats have been winning the popular vote except once, when John Kerry ran in two thousand four. Can I get out of here, please? <laughs> yeah, just leave the keys to the private jet. The private. U.S. government-owned jet that you've been jetting around in. 844-500-4242. This is an amazing story that uh, just broke today out of the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office. I tweeted it out, uh, the, the actual press release. 
And it, and the 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 amazing thing about it is this this uh, American Airlines flight attendant. He's allegedly a real perv. He's recording uh, young young girls in the in the ladies' rooms of, of this aircraft uh, commercial airliner. And the fourteen year old girl that he tried to uh, tried to take advantage of to uh, it, she she saw what was going on and took pictures of everything, gave it to her father. And her, and uh, the the guy was confronted, and he he ran back into the to the uh, restroom and uh, locked himself in. He was I guess he was arrested. He was arrested today, actually. Uh, Estes Carter Thompson III of Charlotte, North Carolina. He was arrested in Lynchburg, Virginia, today, and he will appear in Bo- in federal court in Boston at a later date. Uh, the uh, the FBI agent in Boston said he repeatedly targeted unsuspecting children to sexually exploit them for his own gratification. What he is accused of doing is disgraceful and we believe calculated, given that this alleged conduct occurred on at least five flights. So there was a flight from Charlotte to Boston in September, and this 14-year-old uh, female uh, passenger was gonna was waiting in line to use the the, the uh, restroom in the main cabin and he said oh come on little girl there's there's a there's nothing in first class come on up and you can use it and then he made some excuse uh, to go in there first and he set up the camera and the uh, the the uh, the girl realized what was going on the uh, the minor victim entered and observed red stickers on the underside of the toilet seat lid which was in o- the open position that stated inoperative catering equipment and removed from service and seat broken was handwritten in black ink on one of the stickers beneath one of the stickers thompson the the flight attendant had concealed his iphone to record a video what a perv so she she saw what happened. She took pictures, showed showed her parents the pictures, and uh, they uh, he he tried to uh, erase every he, once he knew he was busted. He tried to erase everything from his phone, but in a subsequent uh, search of his suitcase, they they found uh, eleven other inoperative catering equipment stickers like those observed and photographed by the minor victim. A search of the flight attendant's iCloud account allegedly revealed four additional instances between January and August of last year in which Thompson recorded a minor using the lavatory on an aircraft. The little girls were 7, 9, 11, and 14 years old at the time. And then, of course, they found the traditional kitty porn on their, on their cell phone as well. Good job by the 14-year-old. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Big day for breaking news from the courthouses in uh, Massachusetts and uh, from Dedham. There's a uh, huge murder case, locally anyway and regionally, and it's gotten some national play. Uh, a woman named Karen Reed, 43, is charged with a second-degree murder for allegedly running over her uh, Boston police officer boyfriend back two years ago now, January 2022. And uh, there are many unanswered questions about the case. And uh, and the, the defense attorneys and a, a local blogger named Turtle Boy, his real name is Aiden Kearney, have uh, have suggested that there's some kind of cover-up by the uh, 
local district attorney's office, and uh, the, the feds have gotten involved. And uh, today there was another hearing. They're uh, they're trying to the the defense attorneys for Karen Reed are are trying to remove uh, the district attorney, a guy named Michael Morrissey, a career politician, rather rotund fellow. And uh, from the uh, prosecution and the feds have been all over this case. Apparently, they've been subpoenaing people, bringing them in before a grand jury. And in the meantime, the blogger Aiden Kearney, Turtle Boy, has been jailed for uh, for uh, various uh, offenses, including. Uh, domestic battery and uh, and, and uh, so allegedly intimidating witnesses, although they say there are no witnesses. But anyway, we didn't have anybody at the courthouse. There's nothing appeared yet on the uh, on the on any of the uh, local news media about this. But we wanted to check in because we're getting messages on the uh, on the text line and uh, et cetera about what happened. So we wanted to check in with a Turtle Boys attorney who's trying to to get him out of uh, jail, he's currently in uh, in the Norfolk County House of Correction. Has been for about a month, and uh, Tim Bradle is joining us now to tell us what he knows about what happened today. Uh, so did did the uh, did the defense attorneys uh, Tim say that uh, that the feds want to move to uh, to 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 have this case dismissed? Not quite, Howie. Good evening. Um, Hi. I just got off the phone with David Yanetti. And I wanted to confirm a few things because this is an incredibly explosive development that you really almost never see. Um, right. The U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, go ahead, Howie. Sorry. No, I, I just think this is why it's taken a long time for everybody to post stories because it's so complicated. It's this isn't one of those you know stories you've written a million times. This never happens. Right. This is big, and that's why I wanted to talk to David and just kind of get it from the horse's mouth a little bit. Um, and we just finished up a call where he confirmed two really big takeaways. Uh, number one is that the U.S. Attorney's Office has taken it upon themselves to notify both parties, the prosecution and the Reed defense team, David Yanetti and Alan Jackson, that they, this investigation is ongoing. There were some rumors that the investigation had stalled out right. and really wasn't going to be much of anything. Well, that's been dispelled. Um, this investigation is still ongoing. And that's good news for Turtle Boy, because I've been in touch with them as well, um, providing them with information regarding uh, the spillover effect of what, what these guys have been doing uh, to my client. And we expect to be right on the heels of these same type of motions that the Reed defense team has filed with respect to motions to dismiss, motions for sanctions, motions to disqualify the DA, because now... The DA has an interest, has a personal vested interest in a guilty finding in this case. Not to do justice like they're supposed to, but he's got a vested interest in getting her found guilty so that it wipes away any investigation into his conduct. That's a disqualification in my book, and uh, it's sort of the same thing that's going on down in Georgia. I just was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. She's got a personal interest, and and that's a no-no, and it's time to go. So I think that's what's going to happen here. Um, so that was David's first ta- first big takeaway is that the thing is ongoing. The second huge development is that the U.S. Attorney's Office is going through their internal processes. Lawyers call it a two-week pr- proceeding where they need to get permission and, and uh, disclose all of the information to both parties, both sides. And this never happens. I mean, they didn't even do it in the presidential election when they had Hunter Biden's laptop. 
they're going to do it here in the Karen Reed case. They're going to give away some stuff, and it's going to be incredible. And, you know, we expect that it's going to spill over into Aiden's case. And, uh, you know, he I just talked to him as well, and he wanted me to tell you how much he appreciates everything you're doing. And he, he wanted me to just say, if I can, how he, he said that we're excited to see um, his reporting being vindicated um, in this federal investigation. And, you know, he hopes and expects that some of these people that we've been calling witnesses and officer and district attorney will have a new moniker in, in the coming weeks of defendant. <laughs> so that's where he is. He's pretty thrilled that his reporting is, is, is spot on so far anyway. And um, the other the other extraordinary thing David said, Howie, in his uh, in the court proceeding was that I think he gave his opinion here. I don't think the U.S. attorney said that Michael Morrissey is a target of the investigation. Yeah. But in the in the court hearing, David did say uh, that he felt that that Morrissey was the target. And we can deduce from the circumstances, I think, that is someone over there is a target. Someone yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it Morrissey or is it one of the one of the state police investigators or, or you know, somebody right. further down the uh, chain of command? Right. And, and you know, prosecutors love to use joint venture. So let's see how far they go with the joint venture. Um, but we've experienced and we're we've been alleging in the Dedham Court and we will be alleging in Norfolk Superior Court and probably in the SJC uh, misconduct in terms of uh, Aiden's case, this, this domestic case that, that kind of triggered this bail revocation where he's doing this bogus uh, jail term um, on a case, like I said, he, the last time we were together, that he could plead out to, prob- to a quaff in probation right. anytime he wants. Um, but anyway, um, you know, it's, it's just an extraordinary development. that. Uh, so how long, how long is it going to be before... How long until we actually see the uh, the the fruits of the uh, the federal investigation? How long is this going to take? Um, in the hearing, Howie, um, Attorney Yannetti asked uh, asked to argue his motion for sanctions, which is impounded, by the way, um, on uh, February fifteenth, and so he that tells us that. He, they will probably have the the actual information and this is probably grand jury minutes federal police reports three fbi 302 reports um notes all kinds of stuff from the investigation uh promises rewards inducements perhaps of of various players from uh the night of the death of john o'keefe um we'll know who's cooperating and who's not we'll know who's a target and who's not is this going to be public David and the team were arguing strenuously for full disclosure of all this. And I can't imagine, given the, the incredibly strong public interest here in, in, in corruption of, of state investigators and state prosecutors, if that's the case, how could this be suppressed, right? So hopefully that won't be on the table at all. Hopefully this will be fully disclosed. And uh, how we also, the other part of the hearing was that you know, you may be interested in this as a journalist. I know Turtle Boy certainly is, is that the the uh, district attorney's office was trying to get hold of Boston Magazine reporter Gretchen Voss's notes and raw data and raw footage from, from her, her work on the case. Right. Um, 
So that was argued today as well. And, you know, it, it points up another thing that's uh, of interest, I think, to you and Turtle Boy, is that there's really no reporter's privilege in Massachusetts that has any teeth. And that's that's been a source of frustration. Yeah, it's uh, the, the entire... St- the entire state is a is a mess, uh, le- legally, economically, uh, just across the board. What what was the uh, judges? Uh, Judge Canona is, uh, ex- you know, uh, you I know you can't say very much, but uh, you know she's widely regarded as kind of a uh, a tool of the uh, district attorney's office. You know, as part of the part of Team Morrissey, shall we say? What what was her demeanor you know, throughout this thing? You know, she's. She's, I think she's trying to keep a handle on it. You know, I have to say that I personally part company a little bit with uh, with the Reed team and even my own client in terms of their perspective on Judge Canoni. Um, I've I've always been treated great by her. I, I I I wouldn't personally have a problem going in front of her. You know, I think there's a huge burden. You know, sometimes we forget that judges are human. You know, there's a huge burden here. But um, you know, I they are not happy with her and they've moved to recuse her. It's hard to go forward on a case where you've tried to kick off the judge, but then you're still stuck with her. That's a tough position to be in. And, you know, there's a saying, if, you know, don't pull a knife on the king unless you know you can kill him. Right. Uh, Right. You know, keep it in your belt if if it's not going to work. And it never works. So how soon, uh, your best estimate, I know you, you, don't, you don't have a crystal ball. I have the crystal ball, and it's not helping me much today. But what's your best guess on how soon the charges are dismissed against Karen Reed, first of all, and how soon till Turtle Boy gets out of uh, stir? Well, you know, uh, you know things move slowly, Howie. Um, my priority is to get my man out of jail. And uh, we're, well, I'm trying hard to to get that done. It's it's a bit of a of a of a project. It's a big project. Uh, I'm trying to put it all together, and uh, we're going to be approaching the SJC for relief on this score very very shortly. Seems like um, seems like a, it, given the given the the unprecedented or semi unprecedented circumstances, can't you go for an emergency motion? Yes, that's what that's what we're doing. Is we're trying to get in front of uh, the single justice uh, very shortly. It takes a lot of putting together, though. We're 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 kind of we're kind of taking on the machine here. You know, we have we have a restraining order case where they won't let him publish documents. We have a superior court case where they took his phones and his devices, and they won't give him back. They won't even give, they won't even give us a copy of it. We have this this bogus district court criminal domestic matter. Uh, so it's a big it's a bit of a big big production but we're trying to attack everything and uh we're, we want to put it in front of the single justice as soon as we can and uh by way of a writ of habeas corpus uh to demand that that he's wrongfully held the bails that were revoked are on an unconstitutional set of ridiculous indictments in superior court the bail should have never been revoked in in Dedham district court for for the allegation which again he completely denies but the allegation is that he he pushed uh the, the lady and and she either fell onto the couch or into the couch, so that's that's a serious uh, you know risk of bodily harm that warrants you know can, months in jail. It's absurd. Can Karen Reed can the can this judge dismiss the case or is it now gone up beyond her her uh, purview against Karen Reed? She can Reed. dismiss the case. Yep, she can dismiss the case for prosecutorial misconduct. It's obviously an extraordinary remedy. It almost never happens. 
Um, it does happen sometimes. Uh, there is a there's a case. It, it's really for for intentional horrible misconduct. Uh, there's a really good Massachusetts case called Manning, where FBI agents went to a state defendant and told them told him to fire his lawyer and come cooperate with us. And they the court dismissed that case because they were undermining the attorney-client relationship. So it's only in serious circumstances. But this is pretty serious if these officers are part and parcel of a cover-up, if that's really what happened, if these officers are setting setting up crimes that, that, that didn't happen, it's incredible, and it would certainly warrant dismissal if that's the case. When, when you say officers, you talk of state police or, uh, or the district state attorney's police. office? State police. Well, state police, we're talking, we're talking. Who are, are attached. They, we don't know, you know, we, we can, are they looking at the actors from the night John died? Are they looking at the investigators? Are they looking at both of those categories of people? Did they sort of come come in cahoots together this is all on the table that's why this is so extraordinary it's a it's good they're going to make a movie out of this someday <laughs> probably a couple of them and some documentaries as well well uh, when it, how soon is turtle boy or or tb daily news his his uh his website going to have something up about this uh it's it's already in the works howie um there's some good there's some good stuff up already and uh uh, Turtle Boy's team is is wonderful. Uh, his paralegals—they've been a, a huge help to me, and they are—they've already been uh, feeding me information. And you know, they always check with me to make sure that that something can is, is so. appropriate to go on online. It's coming soon. Coming tonight. Okay, coming tonight. Go to tbdailynews.com and you can uh, read about it. And I'm sure they're going to be stuff posted on the uh, on the Boston media sites. But it's a very complicated story, as you can tell. And if people want to contribute to Turtle Boy's Legal Defense Fund, where do they go? Tim Bradle. Uh, he's got it on Give Send Go, Howie. GiveSendGo.com. That's the good one. Tim, thank you very much, and uh, keep us informed about what's going on. And uh, give our best to Turtle Boy, and uh, this is a this is another huge victory for him and you both, and uh, and for justice too. I think, you know. And I'm glad to see the U.S. Attorney's Office is coming down on the right side of this issue. Thank you, thank you, Tim Bradle. Eight four. So that's the latest on Turtle Boy. Big big news in the, on the uh, on the Karen Reed case, which you know also involves the uh, blogger Turtle Boy. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. The Howie Carr Show is back. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Someone uh, just uh, texted us and said that the spokesman for the uh, district attorney, uh, Michael Pastagravy Morrissey, uh, just said that his boss is not a target. I've I've heard that one before. So have you. I am not a target. And it's usually said by people with a target on their back. A target is, of course, a technical term. They 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 send you the letter. Uh, the grand jury, the federal grand jury, sends you the or the U.S. attorney on behalf of the grand jury sends you the letter and says you're a, you're a target, and then you get indicted a, a few days later. But this is going to be very interesting to see if they do release these uh, all these documents from the investigation. And it's also uh, telling. That the investigation continues because uh, you know the uh, the the 
the forces of uh, of the deep state, the forces of the district attorney and uh, the uh, g- the uh, justice in Massachusetts have been saying that the feds had wrapped up their investigation. And uh, according to uh, ter- to the lawyer for Karen Reed, you just heard uh, Tim Tim Bradle say that he was told that. Uh, the investigation continues. It's it's ongoing, and they want to release uh, they want to release the documents, which I don't think I've ever heard of that before during a uh, you know during a uh, a case that's supposed to go to trial in uh, on on March twelfth, but obviously it's not. And ironically enough, the uh, the next hearing, the the big hearing, the explosive hearing in this case, is going to be February fifteenth, which is the same day. That the uh, the judge in the uh, in, in the Trump Rico case in Atlanta has scheduled a hearing on whether they're going to uh, uh, find the district attorney and her boy toy uh, special prosecutor, very special prosecutor, in uh, in contempt of uh, or not in contempt, but uh, in in engaging in wrongdoing. Violating all kinds of laws, state state laws, you know, getting approval from county commissioners to pay off some to pay somebody, and the giving money to someone you're in a domestic relationship with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It could be a very uh, very big day, both locally and nationally, in uh, in the courts in Fulton County and in Norfolk County. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. We'll be back on Howie Park.